In a world where new streaming releases come out faster than you can watch them, two heroes will emerge to watch as much content as humanly possible. Together they'll help you decide what's worth watching and what's cluttering up your queue. Tune in as Adair and Skyler begin Gallantly Streaming. A group of guys create sketch comedy. Today, on Gallantly Streaming, we review The Birthday Boys. God bless IMDb for that one. It's a nice one. I, I can read that. I'm not highly literate or super literate, but I can read that it's one. It's hard sometimes to read, to read a sentence. Or words. Well, sometimes when I read sentences, I don't know what the inflection needs to be and so I'll be I'll like start somewhere and I'm like oh I'm too angry for this yeah uh yeah so today we're talking about the birthday boys and this has been a series a two season series that has been out for quite some time but it's originally I, IFC yeah originally IFC um was, uh, was unceremoniously canceled after two seasons had a quick run it was uh it partnered up with comedy bang bang it was one of these absolutely productions from the early 2000s to mid 2000s which Absol- or tw- 2010s excuse me absolutely absolutely which absolutely was a production company that uh, at its peak absolutely was making a lot of tv shows i they Nathan for you you would you would know better one. than i would you introduced yeah. me to the birthday boys and the reason we're recording this is it's leaving netflix on friday this friday. Or, or, or friday or saturday the 15th or the 16th i saw the tweet it is in incredibly upsetting i hope nbc picks it up for like eight seasons and a film oh no it doesn't need to be picked up for anything i just want to be able to keep watching it because uh there's so many great little moments this this show is a sketch comedy so uh think mm, snl actually it's more like mr show um i mean it is there is like that i think kyle mooney and beck bennett have been doing things that feel a little bit more complimentary of it she's under the couch she just she hadn't been in. We're talking about Taika Waikiti. We have a the cat. The world's cutest cat. We have a kitten, and her name is Taika Waikiti. And I think it's Waikiti. Taika Waikiti. Yeah, um, it's like a question posed. Yeah. Po- posed by an Australian, so you say Waikiti. Yeah. Because they don't inflect at the end. Aust- or uh, Canadians. Canadians are weird. New Zealanders. Canadians. They don't say. They don't inflect at the end of questions. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, maybe Super Troopers true. talked about that. I don't know. Oh, jeez. They I, made like a billion kilometer jokes. Yeah. I mean. Oh, brother. I, I had a hypoglycemic fainting attack, and that was only the second worst thing that happened to me that night. But, um. Yes. We'll add that so in the, post. Ba-bang. So, Birthday Boys is lovely. I, I actually, so I started this uh, about a year ago. Watched it on off and on, but I, I tended to watch it when I was like falling asleep, so I didn't get to ever really finish it. But then when I found out that it was leaving, I like busted out and finished the second season completely. And it's delightful. I highly recommend it. And I'm sad that I can't recommend it more because it's leaving. Well, we'll see if what happens. They're hopeful that NBC will pick it up and it'll get some streaming service through there. Maybe Hulu will pick it up. We don't know. Um... Hulu, help us, Hulu. You're, You're our only, only hope. hope. 
There's a. That was you the, can fir- see the first time we tried it. That was a brilliant high five. Yeah, you can edit that. That's good. I know. Like, it was our first try. So, we don't a, need to edit it. a little bit of background on those birthday boys. So, before yeah, they were a sketch know, comedy TV show, on. they were a sketch comedy troupe uh, performing at the UCB, which is University of California, Berkeley, um, which is a comedy house in uh, Berkeley, California. They have a, a satellite location in LA, one on Sunset Boulevard, too. Um, some people will try and tell you it's Upright Citizens Brigade. They're wrong. It's part of UC Berkeley's comedy program. Um, right. So they met each other in upstate New York. They all went to university together and had a uh, just a gay old time together and started writing comedy sketches and doing bits. Uh, a lot of them worked for um, Funny or Die at different moments and points. Uh, if you watch old Funny or Die clips, you'll probably run into one of them or one of them was directing it. It's seven guys, all, all white, white all, all male. Yeah, I mean, like, they're really, they're different. They lean into it. I mean, yeah, One they has do. a square head. He, he has the fat. squarest jive ever Tim seen. Tim Kalpakis is one of the strangest looking humans on earth. I'm fascinated Tim by him. Tim Kalpakis, fun couldn't fact. St- I couldn't stop watching him. Yeah, he is very mesmerizing. He was in the, uh, the Donald Glover episode of SNL. Oh, really? He played the blue alien... That's playing the piano organ instrument next to Donald Glover. You don't see his massive jaw face because he's inside of a costume. Mm-hmm. But he was a guest writer that week on SNL. So he's just chilling there. How so, do you yeah, know this? Did this... you see it on Twitter? Or... Yeah, I. You gotta follow all those birthday boys. They, yeah, uh, I'm. I, they're differing levels of good. Gallantly streaming is slowly but surely going to be following all of them throughout the rest of this episode. Perfect. Um, but yeah, good. They're uh, they're nice, wholesome boys. Um, Mike Hanford is probably the one who's most famous. Out, I don't know. I guess Mike Mitchell is the most famous. I would now. say Mike Mitchell is. Yeah, he's been on Love, uh, a series we yeah, reviewed. He's, yeah, he's Randy actually on Love, and uh, one of Skyler's friends. Yeah, I, I reached out to him way back because he was very approachable before he became super famous, and we. Started talking, and I got his number, and we would text from time to time, and tried to get him on the love episode of this podcast, but he's got a, uh, a really successful podcast called Doughboys, and I, I shit you not, with Hanford, they make right? like, no, it's with Nick Weiger, who's, with White, okay, Weiger. he's another UCB boy, uh, he was from a comedy troupe called A Kiss from Daddy with Paul Rust. Fun fact, when Doughboys came to Texas, didn't you do their logo for their podcast? I did, yeah. You did do that. Yeah, they're good boys. So those doughboys are good boys. Um, so yeah, Mike Mitchell is a doughboy. God, I just meandered there. We can cut that. Um, no, it's fine. So he's like really successful now. I think they make like eight thousand dollars a month on their Patreon. Man, we need to have a Patreon account, right, guys? It would make eight dollars a month, and that because the two of us would sign up but, to support ourselves. Oh no, we. Would. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I'm I don't sure believe that we would, that honestly. Eight thousand a month, though. I mean. If you just split that two and then you take each cut, I mean, they're doing pretty well, just based on Patreon. It's nuts. And he's like a struggling actor. So the thing is, like, all of them are just like basically these guys out there trying to make it in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I think some people think that because they had a IFC show for two seasons, they all just cashed out and are partying down now. But the truth is, I'm guessing each of them made like probably like a hundred thousand total from the two seasons. Yeah, probably. Over like two years of their life, so. How much is two years of your life, ladies and gents? Yeah. 
she's drinking water. At some point, we're not going to find all of this so adorable, but... Kill me when that happens. No. Who will I talk to them? Yeah, good point. So, yeah. There's a, there's a bald one, a square-jawed one, a fat one, a skinny and tall one, a real handsome one, a nerdy one. The nerdy one is from Houston. Oh, yeah? And is this he grew the nerdy up... one? No, that's Mike Hanford. He's the tall and skinny one. That's the nerdy one. Oh, he's... He grew up in the same neighborhood as Beyonce and went on a pity date with Beyonce. Wow. Yeah. She uh, she pitied him, and so she went to Cold Stone Creamery with him. Oh, when you said that, I thought you were saying no, no, he no, no, went no, on no, a pity no, no, Yeah, no, you no, phrased no, that to no, confuse. No, 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 no. Beyonce's never been on a pity date with no one where she was the one being pitied. She's Beyonce. So yeah, they're they're a group of guys, and they're when the show came out, they're early thirties. Now they're mid thirties, but they just do a bunch of uh, observational sketches, which almost all of them were sketches that they came up with during their time at uh, UCB in their shows, and they figure out ways to format it into a TV show. Now can they we... get some they get some really good cameos though, like randomly Dana Carvey coming in. Right. So season one, it's interesting. They were discovered to do their TV show by a comedian named Bob. Odenkirk, who is also Best known, I guess, for Saul. He's Saul Goodman. That's where like general public knows him. So you him. better call him. But, I mean, comedy fans will know him from the Mr. Show. Yeah. With, with Bob and David. Yes. David Cross is his comedy partner. And so Bob Odenkirk is the one who discovered Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. They sent him a, uh, a videotape of what they were doing, and he loved it. And so he got them uh, connected with people that eventually got Tim and Eric's awesome show, Great Job, made. And so he's like, well, I guess, first Tom, uh, Tom goes to mayor. Um, so he is kind of this comedy godfather. Interesting fun fact about him also, Bob Odenkirk. His wife is an agent for a lot of comedians at different levels of uh, success in Hollywood. The big timers. And so yeah, if you want to make it big, you want Bob Odenkirk's wife to be your agent. She's got connections to Bob Odenkirk and others. So it's a fun little fact. So anyways, birthday boys got caught up. I think Bob and Kirk was at yeah, University of California, Berkeley for a comedy show and saw them. And that's oh. how he found out about their their genius. And so they got a, uh, they made a pilot and then made a 10 episode order for season one, which part of the condition of them getting that was that Bob Odenkirk would be in every episode. So he's essentially the eighth birthday boy in season one. Yeah, he is. I didn't think about that. And he's not in as many in the second season. Well, in season two, they have celebrities in each episode. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's a group of female comedians or yeah. Bob Odenkirk is actually in an episode. Yeah. Or you get Dana Carvey or you get Tim and Eric. Yep. You have a, a number of celebrities there's, that do yeah, season two. Yeah, there's a few. In um, fact, you get Fabio. That's season yes, two, right? That, oh, God, that is season two. That was a pretty great little bit. Wait, so, so what was it? What? Oh, wait, but you you never graduated high school. So, I mean, did you think about that? Yeah, but we wanted the baby to have our brown hair. <laughs> God. Uh, sorry, that wouldn't have made any sense to anyone. I'm sorry. There's Go a, watch Birthday Boys. There, yeah, watch can we, it. Can watch we touch an audio sense? clip of... There's like this really great video of them if you can find storyboarding. An audio, if you yeah, can I'll find send it. I'll an send audio it clip that like I am legally allowed to post. Yeah, this is a promotional clip. It's mm-hmm. uh it's them in the writer's room mm-hmm. before they started writing season one is the 
premise of the clip. And it's actually the first time I ever heard about the birthday boys was when I saw this uh, clip. You send me this clip and by by tomorrow morning and I will put it in. Perfect. This is going to be edited and up tomorrow night. Right. And so it's them in the writer's room and they're discussing. I mean, we'll just play the clip. Hi, I'm Bob Odenkirk. I'm executive producing the new Birthday Boys sketch show on IFC, premiering in October. We're in the middle of writing right now, a couple weeks in, and uh, the guys are just exploding with uh, funny, funny ideas. I, I thought it might be fun for the audience to get a glimpse into the writer's room and their process and see some of the fun we're having, get you excited about the show coming up soon. We do a parody. <laughs> we take something someone's done and we, we do a parody of that. I love easy jokes as much as anybody. But you can't be the cheap laugh. Yeah, and you sure. can't yeah. do both. I was thinking we could do broad comedy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 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 I honestly, I think we could go broader. Oh, yeah. I like it. I, going on I, the board. I, it's been done, it's been tested, and it's good. I have had a script. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to read it? Yeah. Read it? Screwball comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Screwball comedy is kind of an old style, and it hasn't been done in a long time. But maybe it's time to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did uh, an, an old SNL sketch, right? There might be some legal issues uh, with that, guys. I'm sorry to bum you out. How about like something really serious and then it, like it turns silly? Are we going to be a show that does dry humor? Let's decide right now. Yes. Random humor. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that James good. Quotable lines. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to say them. People are going to say them. Run it back. Run it back. Viral humor. Viral. 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 Hey, you know what I don't want to do? Yeah, no, no way. way. No, no way. way. No, no way. No. Well, there you go. The Birthday Boys on IFC in October. Check it out. It's going to have cheap laughs, dry wits, subtle humor, and... Uh, Maybe a gag or two. I don't know, guys. What do you think? Uh, who gives a shit about webcon? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great clip, or I forgot to send it to you. Either way. <laughs> Either way. It's, people are laughing. There's <laughs> silence or... Um, a general shaking of the head. I hope either you. way you leave a minute 30 in there, whether it's the minute 30 for the clip or a minute 30 of just... I'm just going to have the cat a cat meowing or, or me going... Or Taika. She, no, she's hiding in the kitchen. It's okay. Let her do what she wants. I want her to come out of hiding. Okay, well, you talk more about Taika. the birthday boys and then we'll talk about our favorite sketches from it and okay. then we'll have an... Are you going to get Taika? Yeah, because you wanted her. Taika. No, just... Oh, I'm talking about birthday boys. Yeah, so it's only 20 episodes total. Each episode's, you know, you get standard 22 minutes. And what they do, it's interesting. Their comedy sketches, they link. It's uh, something you don't get in SNL. It is something you get from your standard comedy. I mean, a lot of people, I feel like, haven't been exposed to that many sketch comedy shows because since we were kids, there was all that. But since then, what has there really been? Like, there was Mr. Show, but it was really too old for us. There was the Ben Stiller Show, but also too old for us. Um, Amanda Show. Amanda Show, yes. But, God, there was a lot of sketch comedy on the uh, Nick at Night. Um, but we just haven't had that many sketch comedy shows. Now, there was a sketch comedy show on Fox last year, Party Over Here. 
Nobody watched it. It was immediately canceled. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have a Taika Waikiki on my shoulder. You were talking about shows. Yeah, so just... it. I think it's the strongest sketch comedy show there's been in a long time. Now, I said it's kind of a cousin of a show that we could review also later. Comedy Bang Bang. Because that streams exclusively on Netflix comedy now. Comedy Bang Bang! Comedy Bang Bang. It was uh, another show on IFC. And another thing you introduced me to. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Yeah, Comedy Bang Bang is interesting because it's a, a TV show based off a podcast. Interesting. Um, so... Comedy Bang Bang was thrown all across the schedule, but I think it was mostly played Friday nights, which is when uh, Birthday Boys, it would play after it, like, or maybe before, because Marlon was on before or after. Uh, and so it was a great night of comedy, because I think Comedy Bang Bang's one of the freshest. It's a sketch comedy show, essentially. It just has a format, whereas this show's formatless. There's no moment where anybody comes out on stage. It's not like Dave Chappelle. Ooh, that's Chappelle shows probably the sketch comedy show people know. Yeah, that's, there's no that's, there's that's, no moment where that's, a, uh, that's on the money where Dave Chappelle comes out and talks to the audience. There's no live audience. It just starts with the sketch, and then you get like it's probably a series of six different sketches. Um, some sketches have three or four moments where you keep coming back to it. Some are a one-off, but I'd say almost every single sketch has a runner, a joke yeah. that runs throughout. Which is, I do uh, love that. I love when they bring it back, too. And it's just great. A little callback. A little, a little classic comedy trick. And it's great. And uh, they rock it. I think, if I'm going to think about my favorite sketches on Birthday Boys, what was the one I showed you last week? Uh, the, Star, the Star Wars one. Star Wars. So there's a sketch called Star Wars, one word. It's a great one. Uh, Thomas Lennon's in that one. I quite enjoy it. Um... I really like where they have to kill Hitler. I think that's a good one. Oh, that is such a solid piece. Which, I mean, everyone talks about if you had to go back in time, would you kill baby Hitler? I like the hula it's hoop of existence. Is that what it's called? Hoop of existence. Hoop of existence. Dioxyribonucleic acid? Dioxyribonucleic acid. Yes. It's all about how life... Finds, finds a way. A way. Um, yeah. What about you? What are your favorite sketches? You, well, you, you have it very fresh on your mind. Yeah, you named most of my favorite ones. I I loved those. I I also really loved their their like fancy Tommy Hilfiger style. Dana like, Carvey sketch. The, yeah, the Dana Carvey sketch of the fancy clothing where you just have to sit while all your friends hang out. Ooh, did you like the freshie? How do you freshie? Um, how I would freshie is I would replace the buns with Texas toast, and that's how I'd freshie. I do oh, love the how would you freshie because like, there that, is so much going on there. That one hurt because, so as an intern in San Francisco, I worked at an ad agency, and I did stuff very similar to the how do you freshie, oh, yeah. but for Frito-Lay, uh, specifically Cheetos. And mm. we occasionally would get feedback from people, and they would be like, I love Chester Cheetah. This is the funnest Twitter account. I love all the posts. Chester's so funny. And it'd be like, I don't know if they're like antagonizing us because we know it's not good. Yeah. And uh, there's this guy who works at a social media company and he's doing, or he works at Freshies and he's doing the social media for them. And somebody calls and says how great it is. And then he calls his mom and tells his mom how great it's going. And it's, that's really, it's all true. You it's, people, it's real life. When you get a compliment based off doing something crappy, you feel really good in it. You love that compliment, so. Yeah. I, I, oh, the other thing I loved was the, the, 
the very uh, first episode, I think it was, where they were all the roof workers. Like, I found that so, I was so enamored Goofy by roofers? The, yeah, the goofy roofers. I loved one. that. And then, oh, what was the Smurfs knockoff? Oh, the uh, Sporkles. Uh, I don't remember. But there Sporkles. was, like, a Smurfs knockoff that I, I it, it was. I, with Jack Black. I, with Jack Black, yeah. But I just thought it was funny because it felt very real to, like, people who have grown or were born in the 80s and, like, watched these shows. And then when you see the reboots, you're like, it's not right. The music is better, but it's not right. You do one for them, and they do one, one for, for you. you. <laughs> um, <laughs> then they beat up Jack Black. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those were. I think those were my favorite, but probably the Star Wars one because I got to see it. And uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. And I. What was? Oh God! What was the really stupid one? Oh, the one where the guy's dick kept getting hurt was actually really oh, fucking yes. funny. That was during the the women's. The women, women are funny. Oh, is the, the women title. are funny. I, I, I honestly, I like that whole episode. The women are funny. What about episode. the ones where they pull down their shorts and you see their vaginas? I think that's also women are funny. Uh not the no. same episode. It's no. like the first. It's right after right before. Yeah, same season, season two. I at first thought season two was a drop off. I still kind of do because I really just like Bob Odenkirk, and mm-hmm. it's kind of uneven when you get like. I didn't love the Dana Carvey stuff because I'm not a big David Carvey fan ever since. Master of Disguise. You really don't like it. We, after we watched that d- great Hulu documentary on the Dana Carvey show, and it was like the thing we laughed so hard at. We oh my god, we need to cover the Dana Carvey show and that documentary. That's true. Because they're all Hulu. We haven't even gotten Hulu. to Hulu. Have we done a Hulu show? We haven't done Hulu yet. Difficult people needs to be done. Um, uh, we will, yeah, but we have to rewatch it too. Dana Carvey. Well, I did like that Dana Carvey show documentary. Yeah, that was, was we had. Some you know what? Fun. We just never watched sketch comedy though. <laughs> Dang it! There's a lot of sketch comedy in the world. We're maybe oversaturated with sketch, sketch comedy. It's hard to find an audience for sketch comedy though. I think SNL people watch SNL because it's SNL, not because it's funny. So I would give Birthday Boys ten out of ten cakes. Um, it's sad that the show is going away from Netflix because I think that's where a lot of people watched it. I don't think many people know about it. It's pretty under the radar. <sighs> You are distracting as fuck. You're so great. We have to record podcasts from the car from now on. I know, because we're just going to be like, kitten! <laughs> Kitty! Becca! Um, but yeah, perfect show. Love it. Go watch it. Enjoy it. Uh, you're going to have to binge it. So you're yeah. talking about... Let's, Guys, uh, you're going to have a little bit of indigestion afterwards. 400 minutes of birthday boys. With all those freshies you're stuffing down your gullet. Yeah. How many hours is 400 minutes? It's like three hours, so just suck it up and deal with it. No, it's not three hours. It's not three hours. It's like six hours. Uh, okay. But yeah, I would give it nine cakes and a Sprinkles Cupcake, which is actually a higher rating because it's more expensive. Oh, maybe a Puppy Sprinkles Cupcake? A Puppy, three pr- Puppy pr- Sprinkles Cupcakes. Um, Yeah, so go go watch it now, seriously. Like, guys, we're posting this ahead of our regular schedule because we want you to go and watch this because this shit's amazing. We got a dumb public. Anything else you want to say? Uh, there's only three things wrong in America. One. Uh, that's, I'm not going to sing the whole song. Watch it. Love it. Bye. A Secret Weapon Production.